This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I've got winners. I've got losers. Chain smokers and what's the rest of the song, man? I think it's something about boozers, maybe. Chain smokers and boozers. I love this bar. All right, everybody. I don't have any coffee. Brother Mike in the bedroom, getting it on, getting ready to come on out. You like your bedroom? You got a nice room right here. It's uh, it's trip Floridian. It's Floridian. We got that teal color. We had a great time. We're having a great time. <laughs> Are we actually live with your show on Kenny? With You're looking live. Oh, okay. Let's show them off. Here, let me give you the tour. We're going to break the race down. There's We're going to break the race down. There's the door. Can't open it. Open door, door. All right, so here we are, beautiful Pensacola, Florida, home of the big one, crowd on feet. Look at the people on their feet right there. So, uh, very nice, very nice. You know, as they say, you know what they say, brother? They say, must be nice, must, M U S S, not must, must be nice. Um, all right, we are going to break down. We are going to break down this race. I believe, I believe that this was one of the greatest NASCAR races in history, for all these reasons. Now, comment right here. You want to go at it with me? You want to argue with me? I like that because he it does gets, like that. Yes, you'll you, you start learning me. <laughs> I like confrontation because then it gives me more content, gives me ideas. So, I, I don't like NASCAR. They not. So anyway, the reason, we're going to tell you multiple reasons why this was the greatest race in NASCAR history. Bill Elliott once said to me, Herman, it's all about time and circumstances. What better time to have a race? Uh, you know, when, when those cars were coming off of turn four, brother, you know, we're all watching it on TV. I just landed in Pensacola. Mike was here. Where were you at when you watched it? I was sitting right where I'm sitting now, looking at that television right there. And we were waiting to come get you at the airport. And we knew we were going to be five minutes late, but we thought, well, you can wait five minutes because we want to see the last few laps. Okay, so Mike <clears> is <throat> leading up to, for the reason this was the greatest race in NASCAR history. Why didn't you leave right away and come pick me up? Because it was intense, and they had red flagged the race previous to that, you know, just with a few laps to go. Right. And they were running three wide, five rows deep. Why were they able to run three wide there? I mean, Daytona, they can only do it for a while, but it seemed like they stayed three wide in Atlanta. They did. They, I think just the track, you know, you know, the track's newer. It's got more yeah. grip. The cars are different, and everybody wanted to win. I mean, it was it's a wide-open racetrack anymore. Everybody says, what's different of Atlanta? Well, they made it, and they've taken so much horsepower away from the cars that they could run wide open. You I, know, that's why I think a lot of people <clears throat> hear that wide open. It's like, wow, why can you run Atlanta wide open now? On my timeline on Twitter, I post a video, and I write wide open. I mean, 
If you doubt wide open, I mean, they, they were sort of mad. So, you know, the question that begs is the art of negative negativity. You know, it's like you could have everything perfect, but there's still the shit disturbers out there. They want to say something. I mute those. You'll learn my technique on X. What I do is it's, it's mute. Mute is my friend. Mute makes you think that I'm still allowing you to follow me. And you are, but I don't see a thing you're saying. <laughs> because I know you're stirring up crap. But anyway, this race um, and all the wrecking, see, the, I see the wrecking as, the, you know, Dick Trickle's got this old saying, gotta wanna. I see the wrecking as they wanna. They want it. They want it so bad. But there's another side to what Dick Trickle always said. Uh, you must first finish to finish first. But I feel like you said, you know, the red flag out, with, you know, so many laps ago, those were drivers you know, doing everything they needed to do. Uh, well, what those cars were doing, they listening to Kevin Harvick talking during the commentary, those cars are not the easiest to drive. They're not yeah. the big downforce cars you used to drive and you just mat it and go on. They're kind of up on top of the racetrack. So you can tell everybody was driving to win the race. Chris Busher spins out all by himself. Respond right here. Are you that good? Are you better than all the drivers? Do, do you think you could get in these drivers and out drive them? Respond right here. Only if you had money or had a chance. If I had a chance, I could outrun those boys. So, we well, you know that's what they all say. <laughs> but, I mean, we did see everybody just lose their cars. Uh, you looked at pit road, proved to be one of the most difficult pit roads in motorsports history. Uh, oh, they come to pit road under green and crashed. Back straight away, you know. Yeah, we saw that take out Chase Elliott and, of course, with Michael McDowell. Uh, down into turn three. One of the craziest pit roads. I don't know what they're going to do to fix that, but I have also another thing. I've never in my racing life witnessed, I don't know if you caught on to it, but they had enormous amount of penalties. The penalties were off, off the charts. Just penalty. And don't, we will get into the Joey Logano glove thing later this week. I'll make a whole other show about that. But did you? Were you the aware? Mint, the mint. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and, and tell them. No, I don't even. You, I don't want to so, it just the way you said. So that. it just kind of caught on at Daytona. They learned in the wind tunnel. You're driving down. Okay, I gotta use my left hand. Oh. Trouble. Turn one. <laughs> Trouble. Turn one. So the driver is driving with his right hand, takes his left hand. And, and puts it like this. So there's air turbulence coming in the window a little bit be, because they cannot mess with the body of the car. They cannot put any deflector on the A post. Back in the day, you could play with the body. You're not allowed to touch these cars. So he wore a glove that was not a real glove. It had a web on it like, like Spider-Man. He, he had a glove that had webbing in it. Like, see, the fingers, the fingers were together like this. And when he was qualifying, he put his hand up, and that would make the air stay outside of the car. So, and it was not, it was not what they call uh, approved by safety regulations, S something. SFI. SFI. It was not an SFI approved glove. But, but wouldn't that glove with the webbing categorize Joey Logano as Superman then? Is that Superman? Superman. Find the walls. Oh, the yeah. Webbing. Okay. Spider-Man. Spider Spider Okay, by Spider-Man. 
<laughs> Two old dummies here. So anyway, uh, it just goes back to why we said this was the best race ever. Super, like a lot of penalties, and all the penalties pissed me off. I'm like, my God, I more. how many more penalties? And I was getting mad. And then all of a sudden, I realized, this is a really good race. I'm entertained. I'm talking to the TV now. And then, Mike, you were the one that reminded me. When, in your mind, we're not, listen, I told you guys a hundred times, I'm not a journalist. Okay, you can make fun of me all you want. Wallace don't know the name of the team. He's supposed to know. No, I'm not. I'm not supposed to know none of that stuff. You are. And you're supposed to tell me everything right here. So, Mike, you told me what you thought was the last three-wide finish in NASCAR history. When was it? Well, I'm not a historical person, but it had to be in the late 50s, early 60s at Daytona International Speedway. Mm. He was a famous pitcher. Uh, those three cars coming Lee across Petty. the line, just like that. It took till Monday sometime to determine exactly who won the race because right. they had to go for a, through all the still photography. And that was... Last night was by far the greatest finish because the finish started way back off of turn two. And so anybody's talk about it in America right now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. That's on every channel. It's everywhere. You know, you, you come off a turn two. I even told Matt as we're watching it with, with uh, Blaney driving into turn one. I said, by all rights, he should win this thing, but we'll have to see what happens. So they come off a two, Blaney stretched out a little bit, come to find out Blaney tells everybody afterwards he backed up the throttle a little bit, trying to close the gap up, and they had the momentum on him. I'll tell you something, you hear that all the time. You're playing the piano, that 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 backing up, that's like, I'm so great, I'm gonna drag the brake and I'm gonna back up. No, you're allowing them to catch you, and that's an art. Earnhardt did that, Gordon did it, and all the drivers like, I'm going to back on up. Well, back up. Be careful, back on trying, up. Say what he was trying to back You're up. You're good at it. He was trying to back up, but he left a lane in between them open. Yeah. Remember, so, Super Speedway superstar here. He's won at Daytona how many times? Click, click right here. Yes. Three. Mike won at Daytona three times. Did you ever? Did you want to talk about Talladega? Three times. Yes. But, you know, I know this, but did you ever? Back on up. When we were push drafting, when we could push draft in the You dragged the brake a little bit. You dragged the brake and catch the guy behind you because you want him to engage with you. Catch and, the guy behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Allow him to get to you. Lock on now, I will say back in those days that we were allowed to talk to other drivers. Wow. You know, we had radio frequencies. We had as many as 16 drivers we could talk to. you talking about confusion. That, that, you got this thing on your dashboard that tells you... Channel 16 is the five car, da, 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 you know, all the way around. So Ron Hornaday and I were driving for... And you uh, won Talladega. Oh, we killed him. We killed him. I mean, we did such a great job. This is breaking news in the garage here. You mean to tell me you were able to talk to your competitor that was helping you win? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did that for a while. NASCAR allowed that for two years. Then they just... 
outlawed all the radios and everything else. So you literally would take your radios to the radio guys and you'd program in everybody's team. Anybody you thought that was good enough to help you, you program them in, then they made you an index card that you taped to the dashboard. Now think about you're trying to read the index card yeah. on the dashboard while racing. And reach it down there. We raised the radio. Your race so we, could, is, we could see the numbers, and you could literally. In my case, most of it was, "Hey Hornaday, okay, I'm backing up to you. Come on, come on, hit. Help me win. I'm coming." He said, "Okay, here we are." And bam, we engaged, literally engaged, and we run, you know, three, four mile an hour a lot faster than everybody else. And that's what's happening still today. You know, it was funny. They outlawed that for a while, all the way through all three series. I, I then they come back and said, "Okay." The cup guys are intelligent enough and good enough to do that, but we can't let the Xfinity cars... Because the they're, they're dumb. They're dumb. They can't do it without wrecking. Well, <laughs> they all prove that they all can wreck. So. Hey, that is, that is another good point. Sometimes people... And you and I were cup drivers forever. So uh, that is a false narrative. Now, the experience level might be there, but to think cup drivers are smarter than, say, Austin Hill or, you know, some of those... I mean, Jesse... Now, experience, I get it, but... Everybody wrecks. And the Cup guys prove it all the time. Yeah, but they prove it all the time. But last night, we proved how talented they were. Yeah. I mean, through three and four and coming to the checkered flag last night. Three wide, not just at the front of the pack. We wide rewatched that, if you remember. Yeah. And the second and third row back, meaning running for four, three through wide. six, seven through eight. Look at the replay coming off of turn four. They were three wide for the win, three wide right behind them. That Bubba Wallace, that is two top fives in a row. Respond right here why Mike and I are wrong. That was not the greatest race of all time. You're trying to make NASCAR look good. We want you to make them look bad. No, that was the greatest race ever. Think about, yeah, think about, yeah, think about some of you, how you just are. The, the, another reason it was such a good race is because there's people that love negativity and now they're pissed off because that was a great race. It has now brought NASCAR. You know, NASCAR has been on its way back for quite a while. And now this just brings it up quickly, maybe five steps. You, you know, know, you brought it up to me last night. That was a cool part about that race, too, is there's so many fans in the grandstand. How about the, the crowd? How about the crowd? It was not a crowd like it used to be. They got less stands. We don't care. It was crowded. <laughs> How about that crowd? Yeah, it was great. You know, I think I was told that most of those people showed up for uh, that trackside show you're doing, that you and John Roberts did. Change smokers and looter booter. And just an mm -hmm. enormous walk-up crowd to come watch you That guys. That trackside live is back, and the reason it's doing so good is because the drivers like it. For example, Christopher Bell showed up, and he he was full of pride. I could see he was looking at the crowd. We could drop some videos in there. I don't know if, if Charlie's going to show you anything, but there had to be... You know, there was thousands of people there. Mike, the, all the fans, they want to get their cars parked. They want something to do. You know, they're there at 10 in the morning. The race doesn't start till 3. So, the, you know, behind the grandstands, you have all these shows. And uh, But the drivers, they, they like coming. You know, we had Christopher Bell, William Byron, the, the Daytona 500 champion. So, yeah, you're right. I think NASCAR is doing the things to, you know, they, they messed up. You're bringing it back. You know, you're old like I am. Yep. So you ever heard the story, history repeats itself? Oh, yeah. My teachers taught me that. So history is repeating itself. They're utilizing you because you guys had a very successful successful show, a trackside show back in the day. The fans They all it. got rid of it thinking they didn't need it. Then they realized, 
Oh no, we need it. Yeah. So who did they bring back? Is you because you were the anchor of it, and you brought Johnny Roberts back. With Joel you. Robert. And uh, so they. We're at fifteen some... minutes. We better stop. Uh, oh. So anyway, uh, that was the greatest race in NASCAR history. Here's why. My reason. When they were coming off of turn four through the TV, I could hear the the vibration sound, the vibration like you know, like you turn the bass up on, on music. You could hear them rumbling off the corner, and it's like, it's like they had the cars had another gear, mm -hmm. and they were just coming off the corner, and everybody it was like, nobody could believe. Here we're gonna end it like this. Remember what I told you about Jack Buck, uh, when Ozzie Smith hit a home run for us to win a major playoff game with the Cardinals. He said, "I don't believe what I just saw," and that's that's what everybody was doing after the cup race at Atlanta. I, I, I'm still speechless to say, Mike, you bring up a good point. Why did they not touch each other? Why did they not wreck each other coming to the to start-finish line for the win? The real reason is is they are supposed to be the most talented race car drivers in America, and they just proved it. Sometimes yeah. in the race they don't prove it, but they did. And it wasn't just the front row. It was the next Nobody wrecked. Rows. Nobody wrecked. They wrecked the whole wreck. race. They wrecked the whole race. But when it came down to showtime, money time, they all ran like perfect, hard, aggressive laps. And when you said you heard them motors change tone, <laughs> you did because they were all stuck in a draft and they were picking. They're running as fast as those cars could possibly. Probably the run. best draft of the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if you don't know, when you're drafting cars, it picks up mile per hour, it picks up RPM, it, goes like it makes a different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, remember, everybody. Uh, we are in podcast form. I did not do an intro to the show because, because I thought it would be a little weird, but we are in podcast form. Everybody says, Herman, why, why don't you put that in podcast form? I said, we are. Kenny Wallace Podcast, the Kenny Wallace Show. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Respond right here. Was it the greatest NASCAR race you've ever seen? And that is the subject at hand. We are in Pensacola, Florida. I'm racing down here all week. I asked my brother Mike and my nephew Matt to come on down. We're going to go. I got no coffee. I'm shaking. I got no coffee. And we're dirt racing at a racetrack that is like Field of Dreams. It's literally located out in the middle of somewhere and nowhere. The Field of Dreams. You build it, they will come. Northwest Florida, Florida Speedway. Speedway. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, Mike. Bye, everybody.